Welcome to this rebroadcast of Hope in the Night. We hope the content of this program will bring you biblical hope and practical help. Now here's Hope in the Night with June Hunt. Welcome to Hope in the Night, late night talk radio offering biblical hope and practical help and on the air now for over 25 years. I'm Jeff Oliver here with author and speaker June Hunt. June, you have written on the topic of manipulation and as people hear that word, they they would think about uh, different maybe ways that they've been manipulated or just a hmm. sense that they have been. And you, uh, you have, uh, again, talked about several types. What is, what's one of the main uh, ways that people are manipulated? Well, I know about this um, on a first-hand basis because I used to be manipulated. I even knew I was being manipulated, hmm. but I didn't know what to do about it. And so um, of all the hundred keys that we have on um, dealing with life, uh, this was most about me. And I had to evaluate how was I manipulated. Um, let, let me mention four ways. There's the manipulative power player um, who, uh, it's like they're, they're going to make sure that you know they're right. And therefore, um, I'm wrong, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the there are m- martyr manipulators. Uh, they play the martyr role to get you to feel sorry for them, and it's your fault. How can you treat me this way? There's the rescuer, doing all these things, unasked for. But it's like after all I've done for you, now you owe me to, to have my way. Yes. And then uh, the manipulative people pleaser. Uh, using charm and praise and all these things, and it's after all I've done for you. You, you know, I, I've done all these things to please you. Now you need to please me. Mm-hmm. And that's why the Bible says charm is deceptive. Well, uh, the the power player, very interesting. They use uh, verbal and uh, or physical abuse to gain power. Uh, they can effectively use put-downs. And when you put, push somebody down verbally, uh, if, they're not, if they don't know how to handle it, they feel they have no choice but to give in. Um, they can uh, dominate conversations to get control. They use threats to intimidate, uh, that they can basically say anything to humiliate. Mm. And basically, the goal is, I'm right, you're wrong, and if you don't see it, it's all your fault. Um, And so, you know, the scripture says, they make their tongues as sharp as serpents, as the as poison of vipers is on their lips. And so we have to be very careful, those who are um, using a power play where it can be very intimidating. And especially if you grew up like I did, where we none of us had any right to do anything independently apart from what my father said and um, I mean we literally 
Uh, everything was his way. There was nothing that we could do uh, that would be to increase our uh, creativity or to learn other ways of doing things. It was just um, all one way, and it was Dad's way. And um, it, it's like my way is the only way. And that that manipulates the mind of kids where they feel they have no choice. They feel defeated. And I did. Um, I knew I had no say in anything. And um, I wanted to please, but um, there were just so many times where I thought what's going on is wrong. And I grew up in an adulterous home, so that did not help the matter. Um, So, you know, it it is hard, uh, Jeff, when we are, uh, whatever the home life is, does make a big difference. Hmm. Yeah, and and so when people feel manipulated, then what, what, uh, I guess, what are some of the warning signs that they would be, uh, that they would need to watch out for that? I think if, if you genuinely feel something is right and yet turn uh, the, 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 those who, uh, well, if I'm thinking about a father role, um, I, I did not find <laughs> mm. what was helpful except eventually um, I became a Christian and I began to have a different world view. Yes. And mm. that made all the difference in the world. And I had to let God be my God, not allow other people to be my God, if you will. Uh, and I gained confidence because I listened to leaders, spiritual leaders who were wise. And the point was not to be in opposition to my father, but I saw, I one time went to my mom and I said, how can you be so nice to him? And she said, honey, he doesn't know the Lord. If he only knew the Lord, he wouldn't be that way. That changed my whole mm-hmm. paradigm shift. She was not focusing on his faults. She was focusing on his need. He needed a life-changing relationship with Jesus Christ. Then I saw life from a healthy standpoint and acted accordingly. What does the Bible say about anxiety, abuse, or grief? Does the Bible really say anything about addiction, boundaries, or dealing with difficult people? As June Hunt has often said, there really are biblical solutions to all of life's struggles. We are excited to let you know about the newest and most comprehensive resource from June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart, the Care and Counsel Library. Developed over a span of 35 years with the help of pastors, counselors, and ministry leaders, the Care and Counsel Library is a 50-topic, 10-volume set of books which provide clear answers from God's Word on real-life issues. This is a must-have resource for anyone who wants to grow in biblical wisdom. And right now, you can save 25% when you get the whole set. Check out the Care and Counsel Library today at hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. That's hopefortheheart.org. 
No matter what you're facing, there's hope. Sometimes it's hard to believe that. When we face challenges at home, work, in our family, or maybe a private struggle, it can be hard to see what God is doing. The good news is, you're not alone. If you're facing a difficult life issue, we'd love to help. Give us a call at 1-800-NIGHT-17 to talk with June Hunt on the Hope in the Night broadcast. You can talk with June about any issue, whether it's family, marriage, anxiety, anger, abuse, grief, or just the everyday stress of life. June would love to hear your story and work through it together with God's Word. The Bible says there is surely a future hope for you, and your hope will not be cut off. If you'd like to talk with June, give us a call at 1-800-NIGHT-17. That's 1-800-644-4817. Your story might bless someone else's life. Welcome back to Hope in the Night. I'm Jeff Oliver, and we want to help you, and we want to help you help others. Well, how do we do that? Here's one way. If you have questions or concerns about any of the topics that we raise here on the program, you can call customer support at 800-488-HOPE, and they'll uh, help you anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, help you get the right resources. Maybe it's to help you, and maybe it's a resource that you can take, and uh, as it has helped you, you can pass that along and help others with that. And if you would like to get some of those resources into your hands, you can get in touch with customer support. Order those directly from them, again, at 800-488-HOPE. That's 800-488-4673. You may also email them at customer support at hopefortheheart.org. Ask any questions you have regarding topics and resources. Maybe we uh, talked about a resource here, and uh, it was too fast for you to write it down. So you can certainly ask them about that, and uh, we'll help you with uh, getting the right materials into uh, into your hand, into your library. So the email, again, customer support at hopefortheheart.org. Let's uh, get to our caller for tonight, and we have a, a returning caller this evening listening on KCBI in Texas. Tonight we welcome back Matthew. Well, hello, Matthew. Good to have you back. Oh, I'm I'm glad to be back. I'm uh, it's been a <laughs> it's been pretty wild. Um, I hear you have a a major question. Okay, and and a decision to make. Is that correct? And you're yes. trying to figure out how do I make this decision? And by the way, you're not alone. There are many times that we have thought, well. Which way do I go? What is right? Uh, and well, yeah, because it's 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 a it's God. It's mainly it's 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 from Him. I mean, most of the time we try to, you know, do it ourselves, and then we get in trouble, and we wonder, oh man, I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have gone that way. You know, I should have gone the other mm-hmm. way. It's like, mm-hmm. which way does God want me to go? And you know, it's like, you know, what. How do you know which way he wants me to go? You know, you think he wants me to go that way, and you do, and then, and then all you get in trouble, and you're like, <laughs> "Well, I guess I should go on that way." <laughs> well, I, th- I think there's an issue though of there are some things that you can know 
about decision-making. And just because something may not go the way you then even think, the issue is to seek to do the will of God. That, yeah. instead, of, instead of just being totally self-willed. Now, there are some things that will be helpful for you to know about decision-making, and many people have never thought through this. They've never, they don't know how to make wise decisions. So why don't you lay out what, what is the situation um, in terms mm-hmm. of what you're facing, okay? Well, um, I mentioned this the last time, um, or was it the time before? One of those, I, I mentioned that I was moving in with my grandmother, you know, to help, you know, because she's always worried about me and stuff. And, you know, I, and my uncle was building me a um, a room in, in, in the garage, you know, to so that, you know, to help out over there and stuff. And, and uh, I was trying to make them, ha- I was trying to make them happy and please them, you know, to help them out. And so all this time, um, it, you know, I've been, you know, they've been, uh, building it and everything and, and, uh, and then all of a sudden my, my sister and other people started saying, Hey, this isn't a good idea. And then, and then, and then even that day and that night waking up in the middle of the night, I just felt this uneasy feeling in my body, like really, really uneasy, like restless, like something was going on, like, you know, <laughs> Like, uh, yeah, don't, it, it's not a good decision, especially with, you know, things that, you know, con- uh, conflict and controversy there, you know, it's just not a good place to be right now, you know, and plus, okay. you know, people are like, you, you need to be on your own, you need to be, you're 34 years old, you need to be, you know, on your own and not living with your grandmother, you know? <laughs> well, uh, sometimes that would be... A case, and sometimes it would not be. So it's not—it's not just an age situation, but uh, the whole issue is for you to determine, as best you can, what is God's will. It's not the age. Um, sometimes it can be a blessing, but if it's the wrong decision, then no. Um, now let's go back. You okay? You are single. Uh, yes. There's not a, a wife involved. So, no. um, what has been the situation? Um, apparently, you're saying that your grandmother has a house, and they were going to. Somebody was uh, making a room in the garage for you. Is that correct? Well, it started off, they were going to build it for somebody to live, to, to be there with her, like, because she's always worried about us, you know. And first it was my mom, she lived there, but it was going to be her room. And then my sister, and then it was going to turn, and then they were like, well, what about you? And then they were like, well, you know, it'd be a good idea because you're, you know. And it was, and it was, um, plus my uncle needed some money. Um, on the side, he, he said, because I was going to pay rent there, I was going to pay rent, and then out of, some, out of some of that, he was going to take some of that out so that he could have, you know, because it was just a whole big, I'm like, so I was trying to please them at the beginning, 
But then people, it was like, uh, there, I don't know. People were like, maybe they're trying to use you or whatever. I don't know. It's just, a, it's just, it was weird. At first, I thought it was a good idea just to be able to be there with her and and not have to worry about, you know. But um, okay, now finish yeah. that sentence. Are you saying it would be good for somebody to be there? to take care of her, or is it because no. it could be convenient for you? Well, they were, well, they were saying so that she could take care of me because they don't, because they think I'm, because she's always worried about me. She cooks for me all the time. She, they want me to be there so they can actually, you know, because she's always taken care of me my whole life, you know, and if, if mm. people think I haven't grown up because they're, I'm always, I'm always bringing, you know, food and all that from, I really don't even cook for myself, and people are saying, you need to start doing things on your own. Find an apartment and just have, you know, be able to cook for yourself. And if you do find somebody, then you want to be able to, you know, have an apartment so they could move in, you know, whatever. If you do find end up find somebody later on in the future, you know. Because they're talking like six or seven years from now, paying rent and then being able to have half of the house and all this stuff. Like six or seven years from now, they're wanting me to live there till then, and then that way, you know. But then some of the money is going to go towards him to help him out, you know. And he's going to be, you know, he's not even going to be living there anymore. He's going to be leaving. He's going to be getting a trailer, by, you know, for himself, you know. <laughs> so, and you're talking about your uncle now, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. He's and so, and then my mom okay. lives there, and they're not even paying rent. But yet, I'm going to have to live there, and I'm going to be paying rent to help him out. It just really don't make sense, you know. At the beginning, I thought it made, you know, just to, so she wouldn't worry all the time. I was thinking about her, thinking, well, she wouldn't have to worry as much about me if I was there. But I didn't, mm-hmm. but I didn't really put together everything else, you know. At the beginning, so, I started, okay. I started hearing all these. Afterwards, I'm like, I didn't even know that. <laughs> okay, so, so what yeah. you're saying is that additional information to you was that this uncle um, Mm -hmm. while he was going to be a part of building this extra room Mm -hmm. uh, he he wants to collect rent on whoever's living there thinking it's you correct I get I mean he was just saying that he needed some help he needed to make some money because he you know he was he really needed some money really, really bad, and he thought that if I paid my, my my grandmother, that a little bit of that could go towards him to help him out while he, you know, he would fix the room, and then out of that, he would take, you know, he would get some uh, money out of it a little bit, you know, to, to help him out, you know. Mm-hmm. And then, but like I said, you know, they're not even paying rent there, and my sister's like, well, that's not right, you know, they're not even paying rent, but yet, you know, you're going to be living there having to pay whatever and then and then be there for six or seven years thinking you're going to be there that long i mean who knows what's going to happen in the future you know why even mm-hmm. be you know why be there six or seven years like that long and then don't even know what's going to happen you know from there <laughs> okay so, so mm-hmm. let me ask if you did not move in this is still not looking mm-hmm. at uh, some other things that I want to mention to you, but okay. Uh, okay. If if you did not move in, like where are you living right now? Well, I have an I have a two bedroom apartment. My brother, my brother okay. 
we were living together and he went on to the army and now I'm living here by myself. Mm-hmm. I'm paying I'm I'm paying one I'm paying uh the double amount here, but then you well no, I'm actually she's helping me out and since I since it's just me, I'm paying mm-hmm. as a one bedroom. Oh, and then okay. but somebody else needs to move into here. And and then but she said that she had she said that she had a one bedroom um, Who is she? When you say she, who's uh, the, the she? landlord. The landlord. Oh landlord. landlord. Okay, got it. Yeah, the landlord said she had a one bedroom. Um that so, somebody somebody um she said somebody was gonna um she promised somebody the the one bedroom, but she said I was already on the list before that because because this is this is this is uh, after I told her that I was going to move moving into my grandmother's, you know, and then when I told her I had it, I did I just didn't feel right. She was like, "Well, I do have a one I do have a one bedroom that I could put you in, uh-huh. you know." Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you let me understand this? Do you feel that you could be at peace with that? Well, to tell you the truth, after I told my nana mm-hmm. and everything, and after I talked to her mm-hmm. about it, I just felt, I felt, just, I felt this, 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 I don't, I don't know if it was like peace, uh, I'm pretty sure it was peace from God, because it felt something, it felt like a, it wasn't overwhelming anymore, it was just like, I just felt so much better afterwards, like, okay, like this, this is, this is good. I wasn't feeling like I was getting pushed into something, you know, because I was going to try to find a one better anyways. And then he, and then he comes up to me and starts talking about this, you know, I was just trying to make them happy, you know, like I said, cause she's always worried about me and he thought it'd be better if I moved in. So that way I wouldn't be, you know, so okay. I, I would feel so much better if I did move into a one bedroom. You know, and that way I could cook for myself, do whatever, be on my own, do, you know, and I have to depend on her all the time, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Right. Okay. So, okay, let's come back and talk about what are means by which you make, that that, that would be wise for you to make decisions. What we're talking about is what what is helpful in the decision-making process and there are specifics. There's some basically like do's and don'ts. There are things that are uh, very helpful. Do you ever struggle to believe that God loves you, that He accepts you, forgives you, and sees you as his precious, beloved child? So many people have a distorted picture of God that he is distant, disappointed, or doesn't care about what's going on in our lives. The truth is, God cares about you more than you know. We want to encourage you to check out June Hunt's popular devotional, Seeing Yourself Through God's Eyes. In this 31-day devotional, June Hunt provides compassionate, biblical insight to help you understand and embrace the life-changing identity you have in Christ. Each day provides a biblical truth along with a short reflection and journaling questions to help you see yourself through God's eyes. We give this devotional to every caller on Hope in the Night because it has changed so many lives. 
Get a copy of June Hunt's devotional for yourself or a loved one at junehunt.org. We would love your prayers here at Hope for the Heart. Over and over in God's Word, the Lord encourages us to lift up one another in prayer. We are reminded in 2 Corinthians 1.11, you help us by your prayers. So we want to encourage you to join the prayer team of June Hunt and the ministry of Hope for the Heart. You can join the Hope for the Heart prayer team at hopefortheheart.org pray. When you sign up to join our prayer team, we will send you an email each month to keep you updated with the latest prayer needs of June Hunt and the ministry of Hope for the Heart. Our prayer team is a great way to stay connected and support June and support the Hope of the Night broadcast. We are so grateful for your prayers and support of our listeners and friends like you who make this ministry possible. You can join our prayer team at hopefortheheart.org slash pray. That's hopefortheheart.org slash pray. And thank you for partnering with us in prayer. Welcome back. I'm Jeff Oliver. You are listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. We're a ministry of Hope for the Heart, and we want to thank you for your prayers and your continued support of this ministry. If you have questions about tonight's topic of decision-making, or really any number of topics, we have over 100 Keys for Living that will help you address your situation. Our Keys for Living, really just full treatments of a particular topic, and again, over 100 topics that you can select from, and call our customer support team. They'd be happy to point you to the right resources for you. The number is 800-488-HOPE. They're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. They'd be happy to help you access and uh, get, get those ordered for you, get those into your hands. We have, again, the Keys for Living called Decision Making, and that's called Discerning the Will of God. That's available as you t- get in touch with customer support. Again, 800 488 4673. That's 800 488 HOPE. Also, for many other resources that are there, and in, in, uh, including our quick reference guides, which are uh, a smaller version of just a couple of page version of our Keys for Living for many of the topics. And that's all found at hopefortheheart.org slash store. You can find new updated Keys for Living there. Also, Lifeline to Hope online training, as well as June's many biblical resources. Books, music CDs are there. You'll find it all at hopefortheheart.org slash store. Now back to our conversation with Matthew. Well, my friend... I'm hearing loud and clear, you want to have a a type of peace about a decision you make, because what you're hearing is a lot of other people's voices. You're hearing opinions of other people, and and you're thinking, wait a minute. What you're talking that the bottom line is do you move into your grandmother's home or not? That's the bottom line, right? Or either you will live independently or you will live in her residence. That's that's the issue, right? Okay, now, um, I'm going to mention 
some eight eight tests of decision making. Some of these will not apply, but it's helpful for you to to know kind of mm-hmm. if you're going to be making a decision. You know, the number one is is a scriptural test. Has God already spoken about it in His Word? Um, well, no, that's not the situation here. In other words, it could be either one. Uh, okay. An example would be marrying a non-believer, where the Bible says, "Do not be unequally." yoked or do not be yoked together with unbelievers okay but that's this is not the situation but but has god spoken of it um uh have number two the secrecy test would it bother me if everyone knew this was my choice no that's not the situation uh the survey test is what if everyone followed my example there are times if everybody did what, but that that's, again, not the situation. Now, listen to number four. It's okay. the spirit test. Am I being people-pressured or spirit-led? Am I being people-pressured or spirit-led? That you've, you're going to have to determine um, because the issue is you will always have people at different times, that is, that would want to pressure you to do what they want you to do. And that's why the more you are able to be led by the Spirit of God, He is, by by description, He is your counselor. Jesus talked about when he would be leaving. He said, but I'm going to send you my counselor. (laughs) He will counsel us in the way we should go. He also is our convictor. He should convict us if it is not the right thing, where we will feel uneasy, a lack of peace, my point is that, and and you want to evaluate, at, you know, if I have a lack of peace, is it because I'm being people pressured or I'm, is, is that I'm being, I, I need to be spirit led, led by the spirit of Christ, the spirit of God. He He's also called the spirit of truth. That's my favorite of the many titles of the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Truth. So that's a a key one to consider. Um, Another test is, could this cause another person to stumble? No, that's not the situation here. Um, Here, uh, the serenity test is, have I prayed and received peace about this decision? Well, that's very close to the Mm -hmm. spirit test, am I being people pressured or spirit led? In this case, you know, to literally pray and say, when, you know, which way will I feel peace? And Mm -hmm. obviously deciding to make any major decision without praying and waiting on God's peace for confirmation, 
um, that's a that's a big deal. Mm. And so, in fact, the the Bible even says, "Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, meaning asking God with and asking God with thanksgiving, thanking Him for." What is knowing that he wants to give you his perfect will, knowing he cares about you, then you present your request to God and the peace of God, which I'm I'm quoting Philippians 4, verses 6 and 7. uh, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and and petition with thanksgiving present your request to God and the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus so here we see again how important it is that you have the peace of God because that's what is going to transcend everything you don't even have to know all the details it says the peace of God which transcends all understanding. It, in other words, you don't have to know all the, all the specifics. Uh, if, if you have his peace, and it truly is from him, he will literally guard your heart and guard your mind, and you will be in the will of God. Um, another test is... Uh, will this keep me from growing in the character of Christ? No, I don't think that's the case for either of those decisions. Um, and the supreme test is, does this glorify God? M- meaning, uh, conforming to the world's standards by living a lifestyle of, uh, in, you know, that that's wrong, that would not glorify God. But, you know, I think the issue is these two tests that I think could be uh, pertinent for you to evaluate right now. And that is, am I being people pressured or spirit led? And then secondly, uh, the, that, that's a spirit test. The serenity test is, have I prayed and received peace about this decision? So those are obviously uh, easily coupled together. Mm-hmm. Now, um, the, the key for you is right now to evaluate, am I feeling guilt jerked? That's my phrase, guilt jerked, meaning some people want to send you on a guilt trip and they're going to send you packing, <laughs> and that's not good. Uh, there, it needs to be because it's right. And by the way, that doesn't mean everybody will see it the same way. But in your heart of hearts, um, it and and I have at times, literally, you know, drawn up a or taking a piece of paper and when I've got to, f- to figure what to do I, I remember drawing a m- line in the middle of the of, of, of a vertical line um, not 
not horizontal side to side, but up and down, and and go pro and con. Uh, sometimes that can help, uh, and that that way you're getting very specific. But the the issue is doing something just because somebody wants you to is not the way to make a decision about this or anything. It, you need to be spirit-led, not yes, um, people-pressured. Because I was going to move into a one-bedroom, you know, and, mm-hmm. and it was, it was going to happen because the lady was going to move into here, and then I was going to move into, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a one-bedroom. And, and then, like I said, he comes to me and talks to me about it and says, I think I think you should do that, like you know, because it'd be better. Because like I like I told you, you know, she worries about me, and and then it it would help him out with money and stuff if I paid her. And then since he built the, you know, since he built that, some of the money go towards him to help him. And when he moves out and gets a trailer yeah. and stuff, it'd be me, her, and my mom. And then you know that way she could take care of you and all this stuff. I'm like I'm. I don't need that, you know, I don't, I need to be, I need to be out, you know, by myself, and, but he just mm-hmm. kept on, he was like, oh, come on, man, come on, and I was like, because, you know, because she's, you know, worried about me, and, you know, and I, I did feel a little, eh, about it ever since, but, I, like I said, I like to please people, and I like to make people happy, and, and it just, I can't do that. I, I I do it all my life, and it, it turns into, you know, it blows up in my face afterwards. <laughs> well, I'm going to give you biblical ammunition. Okay, this is good. There is a scripture. I want you to write down this one scripture. It's Galatians chapter 1, Galatians 1, 10, verse 10. Listen to this. Am I now trying to win the approval of human beings or of God? Or am I trying to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be the servant of Christ. I'm going to repeat it. Galatians 1.10 Am I now trying to win the approval of human beings or of God? Or am I trying to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. The question That's I exactly have for you... exactly what my sister said. She was like, you okay. don't need to please, you need to please God, not, not people. Yeah, okay. Was, so. Let me ask you, was Jesus a people pleaser? Did he go around just feeling he had to please everybody? No, he did not. <laughs> okay, so are you to be Christ-like? If you or a loved one are struggling with a difficult life issue, we want to encourage you to check out the free resources from June Hunt and the ministry of Hope for the Heart. At hopefortheheart.org forward slash free, you'll find over 50 free resources that you can download straight to your phone or computer. Our free PDF resources provide quick answers from God's Word on real-life issues, including anger, abuse, anxiety, family issues, forgiveness, and more. They are absolutely free and easy to access. Many of our listeners have found these to be helpful for overcoming personal challenges, and some have found them to be a useful ministry tool to share with others who need help with a personal struggle like guilt, stress, or worry. Whatever issue you or a loved one are facing, 
you can find helpful free resources at hopefortheheart.org forward slash free. That's hopefortheheart.org forward slash free. Are you struggling with a difficult life issue? Maybe it's a family problem, a private struggle, or something in your past you've never resolved. The good news is you're not alone. Sometimes we need to talk things through with someone who will listen to our story and help make sense of what we're experiencing. For more than 20 years on Hope in the Night, June Hunt has listened to thousands of personal stories, heartaches and challenges from people like you, and provided compassionate counsel from God's Word. No matter what the issue is, family, marriage, anxiety, abuse, grief, or just the daily stresses of work and life, June would love to talk with you and share help and hope through God's Word. If you'd like to talk with June on Hope in the Night, give us a call at one 800 917 We'll protect your privacy, and sharing your story might bless someone else's life. Give us a call today at one 800 917 That's one 800 are listening to Hope in the Night. I'm Jeff Oliver, and we'll get back to our caller in a moment. Our customer support team can be reached at 800-488-HOPE. They're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central. They'll help guide you to God's hope through our resources. Our keys for living tonight, we are recommending decision-making. That's called discerning the will of God, and that's available as you call customer support at 800-488-HOPE, 800-488-4673. They'll get that ordered for you and get it sent on its way. Now, if you would like to speak with June about a specific situation in your life, and you would like to do that on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night, please give us a call at 800-917. That's 800-N-I-G-H-T-1-7. When you call, just leave a detailed message for us, and we will call you back to schedule you to just talk to you about it. There's uh, really no obligation to you. I would just like to talk to you about that and uh, what that would be like to uh, be on the program here. We'll schedule you for an upcoming Hope in the Night. If you would like to do that, again, call us at 800-NIGHT-17. That's 800-644-4817. Now uh, we'll get back to our call with Matthew. Well, Matthew, as I have listened to you, and you tell me if I'm wrong about this. I am hearing <clears throat> of the two specific decision makers. Am I being people pressured or spirit led? I'm hearing that you are feeling people pressured. And in other words, if it were to be moving into your grandmother's house, I hear that you feel you're feeling pressured there. And yet, if when you think about being spirit-led, that you have peace about moving into the single bedroom. Yes. Okay. Every time so I that, think about that, it makes me just, exactly, I just feel more peace. Because after I felt uneasy, and after I spoke, you know, I just kind of felt more at peace after, after you know, uh, thinking about the mm-hmm. moving into the one bedroom, I just felt more at peace. I prayed about it. I kept saying, "God, what do you want me to do?" You know, like I, I, I want to know what you want to do. You know, I mean, this is up to you. You know. 
Right. I mean, okay. So if you have the people pressure on the one end, and yet then the other test was the serenity test, you prayed about it, you mm -hmm. do have peace about the decision about the one bedroom. Now, what I'm hearing is the, situ the situation at this moment is, but how do I say it? And I'm going to tell you this. I used to have difficulty in this area, meaning I would have a decision to make, and I'm, it, you know, there's conflict or whatever going on. And I remember um, talking with a wise friend, my friend Barbara, and I would say, "Would you help me with the wording? I I just feel like I I need." help to get the wording down. And many times, you know, she would say, well, okay, what is the situation? And then she would repeat back what I really needed to say. And that can be very helpful, incredibly valuable. It certainly was for me. Um, sometimes I would say to her, can you give me the script? <laughs> The script, and and, I, and it literally was the script because I could know something was right, but I wouldn't feel comfortable uh, sometimes with my own wording. You know, it's like I could uh -huh. help other people, but when it came down to me, I needed, I'm, I, you know, because I'm too close to it. Well, you can uh -huh. be actually too close to a situation, and I say too close, but it, you're, it, you're so close to it, and there are all kinds of personalities involved, and and people have different opinions. So mm -hmm. let, let's consider this. And I'm not saying I'm going to give you the script, but I'm going to give you possible things to say. Okay? Mm -hmm. Okay. And that would be, you could tell whoever. And, and I suggest you and ultimately write it down. And it would be, I know I've had a decision to make. Do I move into my grandmother's home, or do I, and that there I would be paying rent, and then here uh, is the other, do I move into a single room, and I would be paying rent there. So both ways, you know, you know you're, you're paying rent, but at least that's the understanding for what yes. uh, others would want you to do at your grandmother's house. Now, and mm -hmm. you say, I just have wanted to be in the will of God, and I have prayed. I prayed that he would give me peace about what is right. And this is what I did. I prayed, and... The peace that I have received has been to get a the the room, the single bedroom, and uh, live independently. Mm -hmm. Now that's all, and and just say, I I want to thank you for the opportunity to consider the other, but I. For me, and I need to do what God wants me, what God is leading me to do, what God's giving me peace to do 
Um, mm-hmm. So I have made the decision, and that's final. Okay. <laughs> now, how do you feel about that? Oh, that's, that's, wow. <laughs> so you said you had a hard time with that? <laughs> Man. <laughs> well, 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 yeah, I, it's, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty tough, yes. Um, okay, uh, so let's, let's look at the components. But, okay, oh, mm-hmm. is there, is there something else to consider? Well, well, I was going to tell you that 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 my sister and the ones it was just mainly my sister and my dad because they uh-huh. know what's going what goes on over there conflict controversy you know like my grandma doesn't go to church anymore I mean she kind of goes on her phone you know and my my mom and uh-huh. goes out a lot I mean it's a big thing you know they don't go to church they don't it's just a lot of conflict and a lot of and and that's you know remember I told you last time that's what gets me a little err because it's always just something there it's always something and I just don't want to get caught in that you know I don't want to get and that's what my dad and my sister said they were like you don't need that you don't need that in your life you're trying to go to church and get better and get a better you know okay. get closer you don't need to be there and get and be like a hermit you know you know what I'm saying like just be yeah. you know it's okay just, it's but, just but, not but now. Consider this, I would not mention any of that because somebody could think that that's prejudicing, uh, prejudicing oh, yeah. you, you. So instead, you have the issue is you've prayed about it. You have the peace of God about it. And it, the decision, yeah. well, you, you, you know want the, God's decision. You know for, yeah, yeah. No, no, that, that's fine. Term, you know. Yeah, I, I, I get it. Uh, and but the helpful thing for you in the future is for you to literally say, "God, I need your peace." About see, that's part of His job. The job of the Spirit of God is to convict, in part, to convict you of going if you're going the wrong direction. If you're headed the wrong direction on a one-way street, you need to be convicted to turn around because it's not fun to be hit with a car because you're going the wrong direction. Well, that I mean, that's what happens in life. At times, we get in real messes, and it's like being hit by a a car uh, head-on. And when yeah. you don't need that, you, you want to have the peace of God about what is right in His sight. Exactly. And as long as you're clear about that, then, and, you know, if, if, they, if somebody has a problem with that, then that's their problem. It, understand that's this. That's exactly what my sister said and my dad. They said if they have a problem with that and they don't want to talk to you anymore because of the decision you make, well, that's their problem. But see, I get the feeling I'm more... I feel sorry for people, and I make people, I like, you know, and I'm, I'm like, you know, I, I feel like, it, but I feel like Joseph, or what is it, was it Joseph, or uh, Nababa, when he became king and his brothers or whatever got jealous or something, I can't remember really how the story went, but at the end of it all, they said, hey, that's our brother, and then ended up being, they ended up reuniting or whatever, you know? That's right. That's yeah, not how Joseph. I feel like, you know. <laughs> so so the issue really must not be in the rest of your life. See, this could be a template for the rest of your life. 
is saying mm-hmm. instead of being controlled by others, meaning being people pressured, I need to be spirit led. It, it's yeah. really it's the spirit of Christ living in you, and you receive the Holy Spirit, the the Spirit of Christ when you were saved, and He's resident within you, and He doesn't come and go. He is in you for the rest of your life, and the more yeah. you are aware of that, then you can. When you have his peace about doing what's right, and when you have all the information to consider, um, that means that there will be times when people will have their own opinion or their own agenda, and and it doesn't have to be that they are being uh, ha- have wrong motives. It's just that that's how they see things, but. The point yes. for you is, and I'm going to quote it one more last time. This scripture, by the way, was uh, more life-changing for me in my life because I was a people pleaser. At times, I would, I, I, I grew up where I had no ability to say no to my father, and that was not a joy. But uh, I, I mean, I, I didn't mind doing things when I felt right, but many times I felt I had to do things that were wrong, but that's, yes. that was survival as a child. As I became an adult, I found, oh dear, <laughs> at times I'm just saying either yes or no because of I'm expected to, and I had to, to grow up. And I'm going to say, like me, I had to grow up. I want you, my friend, to grow up. The grow up means instead of being people pressured, because you're not a child anymore, you are no. an adult. And but I know and what it's like I as an adult. That's why I want to get my own apartment and and, and, and not. Yeah. Because even right now, I'm feeling the peace. Talking to you, I'm feeling the peace. Like doing the right thing is just to go that way and not that way, you know. And right. <laughs> well, I yes. think when for you to write down that scripture and then in mm-hmm. the like for one solid month like in the morning or at night whatever mm-hmm. just read it again galatians 110 am i 110. now okay. trying yeah am i now trying to win the approval of human beings or of god or am i trying to please people if i'm still trying to please people i would not be the servant of christ Read it every day, and that's going to help you. Meanwhile, I'm sending you our material on decision-making. You continue to hang on to hope. We will send the keys for living tonight called Decision-Making, Discerning the Will of God. We'll send that out to tonight's caller. Happy to do that, and we're able to do that because of your generous support of this ministry. And if you'd like to give to keep those resources going out and also to keep this program on the air, you may do so at hopefortheheart.org slash donate, and we thank you for that. You may order resources for yourself at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. And our materials and recent programs are available at hopefortheheart.org. Also find our programs wherever you find your favorite podcasts. 
Until next time, for Dune Hunt, I'm Jeff Oliver saying you hang on to hope. The preceding program was pre-recorded.